0: Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You are listening to episode number one twenty seven, Punisher season two, featuring Three Floyds, Robert the Bruce, and Reingeist Squirrel, with your hosts Dustin, Seth, and Keith. So, today's episode, as I just said, is Punisher. Uh, I'm excited to have both of you guys here in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's, it's fancy. We're actually doing it here instead of making the Keith's tri- house. house. <laughs> yeah, to make
1: the trip down. Switch houses
0: here. Yeah, so it's always fun. Uh, and a fun little story, I want to give a shout out to a gentleman named Noah that I met at the uh, it was Friday night at Black Acre. Which is interesting because uh, he's like I was wearing my hoodie that Pale bought me. Well, he bought himself, but <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it didn't fit, so he gave me well with money he gave it to me. So I guess I paid for it <laughs> essentially. Uh, so I bought a hoodie, and it was ours, right? And so he's like, "Hey guys, are you uh, are you part of Drink in Geek Out?" I was like, "Yeah, I am actually." And he's like, "Do you guys do internships?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, no, no, oh, we wow. don't. No. We don't even get paid. He's like, oh no, I get it. I, I understand. I to no, know, because I'm in a communications major at IUPUI, and I'm you know looking for you know something you know to do over the summer. And I was like, you know what, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be a really exciting uh, adventure. But I was like, I don't think that we are capable. There's just. We're just four dudes. Yeah, yeah, there's not much we can do They're for you. Talking not- shit. Very professional. <laughs> right. Post stuff on
1: our social media. Is that what communications yeah. majors do? Yeah, I <laughs> know.
0: So, so me and me and Allison were talking about it because she, she thought it was funny. Um, like a good funny. Not mm-hmm. like a, this is ridiculous funny, but it was like a good funny. That people, there's a lot of people who are starting to recognize us more. Yeah. And well, we've
1: been around two and a half years, years or something. Yeah. yeah. And
0: so it's exciting mm-hmm. to see, you know. Uh, and so we were kind of going through the steps and what we could possibly do. And I was like, I don't even know if we are able to give him 12 weeks worth of <laughs> good point. Of like an hour a day. Or yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to log in to our social media and spend an hour on Facebook, an hour on Instagram, an hour on Twitter? And then what? Do, I mean, do
1: some research for us. I don't yeah. Know right like research.
0: Yeah. It'd be awesome. But, uh, it was, it's like, okay, what are we going to do? Uh, all right, we're, uh, we're meeting for four hours. We're going to drink beer and talk about it. Now. Yeah.
1: You could come. come sit in and be our
0: producer or something. Right. And I was like, all right, month one is over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it was, I mean, I thought it was awesome. And you have to drive to Fort Wayne if you want to. Right. Oh, that's right. Good yeah. point. I mean, we could always remote him in. That's, yeah. you know, it wouldn't be a problem. But I thought it was awesome. Uh, so giving him a shout out, giving Blackacre a shout out for that. Um, I hope he does find an internship mm-hmm. um hopefully it wasn't a desperation ask um yeah but it, i mean he said he's going to start listening uh if you're going to gonna ask for an internship you should have already been listening <laughs> yeah i know that was yeah i mean you it's know. just like when you go to a job and you're like yeah i'm i'm applying for a job so what do you know about us i've never heard of you i just sold the ad <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. well, at least he did hear of us so yeah he did he, did. he uh, follows us on instagram which is awesome i didn't catch his instagram tag but pale probably would know oh yeah if sure. he you know has any type of connection so probably already follows him so <laughs> probably does um <laughs> so yeah buddy that's for you uh so hopefully uh you're not humiliated by that shout out <laughs> uh all right so punisher Keith, your job oh
2: That's why I came up down here.
0: Yeah, we didn't want to read. Yeah, we didn't want to read. I don't want to (laughs) read. All
2: right, Punisher, the plot. The former Marine-turned-vigilante Frank Castle, played by John Bernthal, has been living a quiet life on a road until he suddenly becomes embroiled in the attempted murder of a young girl, played by Georgia Wingham. As he is drawn into the mystery surrounding her and those in pursuit of the information she holds, Castle attracts a new target on his back as new and old enemies force him to confront whether he should accept his destiny and embrace a life as the Punisher. Poor man can't escape. Right. Right. He's always getting himself into trouble. I think he gets bored otherwise. Mm Mm-hmm. So he kind of looks for trouble. I think that's the whole season is like, as we just read. He has to find himself. It's mm-hmm. like,
0: I, I don't like sitting here doing nothing. It's just, he looks for a fight. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Uh, being a, a vagabond, really. Traveling around because he didn't have anything. Right. You his were, family's gone. Yeah. you has got a couple friends left. Excommunicated from New York City, essentially, when they purged him of all of his crimes. Mm-hmm. They said, don't come back. So he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll just travel around. Uh, thoughts on the season uh yeah vagabond trying to find his Mm -hmm. way yeah in a very murderous fashion like
1: the first three or four episodes he's in that small town it's like around three episodes yeah Mm -hmm. in michigan yeah and then um jigsaw
0: i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know if he's ever referred to as that in the show but that's Mm -hmm. who he is Mm -hmm. oh he doesn't have the name but but they talk about putting his life back together Mm -hmm. like a jigsaw puzzle Right, so a little
1: mask too. So. That brings him back to New York, and then that's basically the rest of the season dealing with that. And then like the last episode deals with what was going on in the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of forget about that girl for about four episodes. She's just in that trailer. And kind of forget about her. Yeah, yeah. You, she just <laughs> kind of gets throw, tossed off to the side while he deals with his problems from the first season.
0: Uh, I I was very confused uh, by the placement of age. For her, yeah, I I couldn't figure it out because the actress looks like she's in her 20s. -hmm, Yes, she imitates someone who's in her 20s, -hmm. but it turns out that she's like 16, and I guess it's uh kind of true of today's world where you look at the pictures of you at 16 versus pictures of what people look like now at 16, you're like. How did I survive? Wow. <laughs> I look so much younger than they do. <laughs> like these, these, you know, like just a real world example in the eighth grade. Like I wore like matching shorts and a t-shirt, the same color, like a purple. Yeah,
1: Very monochromatic. Yeah, like a,
0: yeah, very, it was like a, what, Tasmanian devil t-shirt or whatever. <laughs> I was 13 years old or 12 years old or whatever. And now you're in your grown-up Punisher shit. <laughs> I'm in my grown-up Punisher <laughs> I never progressed, but I look at... <laughs> <laughs> I look at like people like uh, eighth grade, ninth grade, and they're like in their Gucci, mm-hmm. like ah, my mom spent money on this button up and like curve body spray or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. So I mean, looking at this, I'm like, yeah, I can see her being able to pass as an adult, but Plus, really she had to can- live on
1: the streets for yeah. years and years, so that just makes you grow up that much faster and mature.
0: So right. true. Is it really? Really tough. So I spent a lot of the season to trying to figure out how old she is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed she was supposed to be like around his daughter's age, but she was like seven. I thought or twelve. At she, the was most. When she, yeah, when, she was, yeah, but she was. She would have to be, been, yeah, her age at this point, right. or closer he, to. He said the the age, um, because she was talking to him about her his daughter, and yeah, when they're like sitting outside of that yeah. school, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's like, she would be fifteen mm-hmm. right now, or you know, yeah. something like that, around the same age, yeah, which is crazy. So he kind of he kind of adopts her in as mm-hmm. like parental figure type thing. So or as her parental figure, which is I thought was a pretty
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is pretty good. I like the mystery surrounding the whole thing,
2: trying to yeah. figure out, okay, what, what is her have? story? What does she really have? What's going on? So that was neat to piece that mm-hmm. together. But I was really surprised that a lot of these people hadn't really heard of Frank Castle. Like, yeah, that is very he's pretty, you know,
1: he was Big huge trial. It's like we'd never heard of OJ or something. Yeah, <laughs> like this trial was going on in New York for like mm-hmm. several weeks, and everybody was talking about it. People were protesting it and stuff. Yeah. That I guess outside of New York, you didn't hear of it,
0: right? But you kind of knew who OJ was before that trial. That's true. He was OJ famous. was famous. I look at some of these, you know, high profile murder cases. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I don't know if I know what they were referred to as in the FBI versus what their real name is, right? Yeah. You can be like some, you know, uh, if, you, if you watch Criminal Minds, they give these nicknames to right. these anim- enemies and the the Brooklyn Strangler or, you yeah. know, things like that. I don't <laughs> know probably, their real names. And I probably wouldn't recognize them if I ran into them on the street. Right. It's almost like, oh, that guy- Especially
1: if you thought he was dead. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good point. You're like, that dude kind of looks like Hitler. Mm-hmm. So is he an actor or is he old? Like, what's the deal? It's like if you run into Dr. Kevorkian or something. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, he died like four years, ten years ago or
1: something. Right. <laughs> I almost no forgot idea. about him.
0: Because <laughs> he all of his charitable work for the youth in Asia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that, that that did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Overall, Uh, I enjoyed the season. Yeah, it was very good. I thought it was really good. I thought it was fantastic. And I knew that this wasn't going to happen, but I was like, I can't wait for season three. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) My Uh,
1: my theory was wrong. I thought it'd be canceled two weeks later, and it was closer to a month or something. Right. But they canceled Jessica Jones before it even aired. I think. Yeah, they have mm -hmm. a season season three three hasn't come out yet, and they already canceled it. Cancelled it. They
0: have it all ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) They canceled it. So. Yeah, we're kinda of looking forward to seeing what Disney does with the Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to purchase that subscription.
1: I'm most likely just because I want to see what they do with the Loki has his own miniseries yeah, coming. That, and Scarlet Witch and Vision have a series coming that's supposed to tie into the movies, so it's like I gotta I'm a completist though. So I, I gotta oh, watch yeah. what happens to these characters. And then, probably wait and see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be a deal like one month free and yeah. Watch, binge, watch the binge it. in
2: seven days. I can do that Yeah, <laughs> same. summer.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'll figure it out. All right, let's um, pop open a beer. Yeah, let's do that one. All right, so we're going to start off with Three Floyds, Robert the Bruce.
2: While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, as Dustin just said, our in-beer is Three Floyds, Robert the Bruce, a full-bodied Scottish-style ale with a well-rounded multi-profile and roasted biscuit-like notes. ABV at 6.5% and 24 IBUs. The Jack
0: Bauer. Yeah, the Jack Bauer. There we go. Jack Bauer. That is very familiar. We always hear the 24 at least once an episode. Yeah. (laughs) They like that size. Um... Yeah, we've had Three Floyd's on before, Multiple so times. we are not going to introduce it. If you want to know more about Three Floyd's, we actually have a Three Floyd's episode. Oh yeah, we did do a full podcast about yeah. that. So we're going to have to look up what that episode was. Is that a, was it available, or was it the Some of our old yeah. ones? I think it's available. Two minutes. Yeah, we can. We have time to spare. Uh, but from there, we just did a bunch of their uh, IPAs because Three Floyds is very known for their IPAs. So mm-hmm. Necron ninety nine, Space Station, Middle Finger, um, the Gumb- well, Gumball Head was in our tournament. The tournament yeah, tr- the Gumball Head was in the yeah. tournament one. The, what was the the series one? Uh, the Floyd Vision mm. or Floyd Division? Oh yes, 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 yes. those series. Yeah, number four. Yeah, I, four yeah, I think you had the three or four on there, but they're up to like six or seven now. Yeah, there there's thought. so many is amazing i should i need to try them all i actually have it right here okay it was episode 36 gorch fuck
1: floyd division and necron 99
0: oh so it was right before we did the defenders one or right around Mm -hmm. the time we did defenders and before we actually did punisher season one or at least i think saf did that one solo yep and that was that was episode 43 and episode 37 was the defenders episode so it was right Mm -hmm. before it Sweet. Right, so if you want to, if you want to know more about the Marvel stuff, go back. We have thirty-seven and forty-three for Defenders and Punisher. We have others way further back. Um, just stick to those. Thirty-six would be <laughs> thirty-six is going to be our Three Floys episode. So if you want to know about more about the brewery, uh, go there and hang out. Uh, oh, but, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I
1: still need to go. I haven't been there either. I don't get up to Munstar very often. I had poked my head in the door, snapped a few pictures and <laughs> yeah. left, walked Some out with a case of a
2: fresh zombie dust on the carryout because it was need. an hour and a half wait to try to sit in there.
1: I think you bought all of the, the ones for that
0: episode. Probably. I think I brought most it, of those.
1: It was Floor Division 2.
0: I was wrong. Ah. All right. So anyways, we have Robert the Bruce in front of us. Uh, a little history about Robert the Bruce. There was a uh, a Scottish uh movie recently with Chris Pine and he was Robert the Bruce. It was called Outlaw, I believe. It's a Netflix original. He essentially uh overthrows uh the terrible king of I guess northern 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 England. I think it was all part of like the same like territory because England kind of were dicks and they took everything over. <laughs> and so this the Scots, the Outlaws fought back and took over their territory, and then he became king of the area. Uh, if you want to know more about the story or you want to see Chris Pine's wiener. <laughs> oh, uh, Wiener's in there? Yeah. Dang. Netflix original with Chris, Chris Pine's wiener. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Isn't you, his butt in Wonder Woman? Yeah. Wow. Just watch us back to back. Yeah. Front and the back. <laughs> you see his chest in uh, Star Trek. Too. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Chris Pine he trifecta can keep his on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Captain Kirk has a problem with keeping his shirt on. That Even in true. the original series, his shirt was always ripping. He's like,
3: "Yeah, yeah. I
0: am beefy." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I don't know a whole lot about Robert the Bruce, but the 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 bottle is very telling. Yeah, we've got a knight, uh, Robert the Bruce. I assume
1: he's mm-hmm. on a horse, a brown horse. He's got a shield and a little. Bird on his shoulder, it looks like. And um, then there's a the the bird, bird attacking him? I don't He's kind know. of turned like, what? I, Get off me. There's another horse behind him, and there's like, and then in the deep background, you can see a bunch of like battle going on of some sort. Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of, you know, castle y and old style, medieval looking. Mm-hmm. On the side
1: here, it says, enjoy the smooth, elegant experience of finely roasted malt in. The ro—this robust ale with just the right measure of hops and a gentle malt finish. This ale will bring a smile to any malt lover's lips.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Malty. Yeah. So this is a this is a newer can or bottle. Sorry, a new label. Uh, I've seen a different one, and mm-hmm. even on. Uh, beer advocate, it is showing me a much different one. Yeah, it's like a sketch Very like, old. sketched out, isn't it? That's the one they have on Rate Beer. I mean, yeah. So the one on here is just like a caricature of mm-hmm. Robert the Bruce and it has his name like in a circle. But the one I don't really remember I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, so yeah. I don't really remember what one that I've ever seen, probably the one that Saff is talking about. But I've had Robert the Bruce, it was one of my first craft beers from Three Floyds. So all right, this color.
1: It's kind of like a caramel with a red brown hue to it. A little bit and more brown.
2: You,
0: yeah. If you look at the harsh lights of my overhead light cuz I have I go with the 800 <laughs> 850 lumens <laughs> LED lights. <It> yeah. <laughs> burns so nice. <laughs> it kind of gives you more of a light at the bottom I was looking at yeah, the window. Yeah. Kinda look. It's it's this is supposed to emulate like daylight, mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, holding it up against a wall. Uh, looks kind of darker. Yeah, with the the light not directly under it, it definitely looks a little bit darker. I'm looking, I think, closer. Depends on where I have it, but mm-hmm. I, I like Roy's cape at number 22. Yeah. But if I just look purely at the wall, it might even be closer to the Holy Grail.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, somewhere in between there. Yeah. Maybe 22,
2: 23, 24, just depends. Honestly, I like the Holy Grail with the whole Knights thing. I think
0: that'd be oh, pretty yeah, cool yeah, yeah. The little connection here. <laughs> Yeah, I can uh, see that, definitely. So, number 24. 24. To go along 24? with the IBUs. <laughs> the IBUs match the color scale that we picked. Yes. Coincidence? Maybe. <laughs> All right.
2: Sniffer.
1: Definitely a mm. strong smell.
2: Malty smell. I haven't had a good scotch ale in a long time. I love these.
0: What was the alcohol on this? Because I feel like it's Six and a half. It's not too high, but I feel like I smell it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Welcome to Scotch Ale. Exactly. Yep. Smell scotchy, scotchy, scotch, scotch. In my belly, might as well put this in her belly. Right. Might as well. Ooh, very smooth. Oh, that is good. <laughs> we're not making. We're not talking. I just want to make his like exaggerated sounds as I can. Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> 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 What's happening on this podcast?
1: It's <laughs> three boners hitting the bottom of the table. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's very smooth Malty but, but Yeah, definitely malty Yeah,
1: there's heavy malt on there's it There's a but malt it's, punch uh, Well-rounded as it said in the description Like mm-hmm.
0: Yeah I was gonna say It kind of sounds Or it kind of feels crisper Like crisp at the end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a crisp It's uh
2: But it's not too harsh
0: well That's what I like balanced about it Well-balanced As someone else
2: on this podcast would say That he's not here Yeah <laughs>
0: The mouthfeel
1: Mouthfeel feel. Mouth feel. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing mouthfeel. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, what so Beer Snobs. people, yeah. What do they say? <laughs> <laughs> Just move <moving> it on. <laughs> All right, they, um, the BA score on Beer Snobs is 3.88. Listed as very good with 3,000 ratings. I don't look at 3.88 as very good. They need to step it up. <laughs> Uh, we have four essentially on the histogram. Of four is what everyone is uh, saying: caramely, bready aroma with a slight smoke. Great flavor and smooth feel. I didn't see the smoke. Not really. I I think that's There's the like, malt. Yeah, it kind of gives a hint of that smokiness. Someone drank this at Cle- in Cleveland. That's nice. We're getting the exposure out out east a little bit. I don't know how far they distribute.
2: I don't know. Probably a beer exchange. Ray Beer says, this
1: ale pours deep ruby color, has a sweet malty nose with a layered caramel and
0: roasted notes. So maybe the roasted notes is the smoky flavor. Yeah. So they had that color that you said. Uh, you were saying this is a little bit more red than mm-hmm. anything it's that like we were a looking at. hint of red.
1: But it's a dark brown red. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, ruby, I guess, the, the less that you have in there, that kind of thins out a little bit, maybe.
2: Rupees Um,
0: tie it back in
1: (laughs) Um, overall there's a 96 but the style is 100 dang 100s. 1,536 ratings with a
2: 3.7 out of 5 very nice untapped since pale's not here Mm -hmm. guess I better do that out of 52,000 ratings 3.89 Pretty decent. That's like
0: exactly what uh beer Ivy yeah. was, three point eight eight.
2: We had I had nine friends check this in. Not me. Um
0: yeah, I'm I'm one of them.
2: Patrick from whatever show. I don't know if he's on a show, but I'm friends with him, Darty. <laughs> Not his favorite style. He didn't rank it very high. He only gave it a three and a half. He's the indie indie beer guy beer food or whatever. Beer food guy. Yeah, whatever. Right. Drunk hungry indie that yeah, that's it. And Chris, Mr. Gone, he gave it 4.25. He really liked it. Mm -hmm. Average out of most of Friends on here is about 4.25 is what it looks like.
0: Yeah, I have a a friend named Christian, 4.25.
2: Mike
1: Lawton is the IndieCraft Brew. Mm. Um, He gave it a 4.75.
0: Dang. Uh, Did you guys read Matt, Matt Muncy? I don't... Yeah, he did a 4.25 as well. Uh, Paul, check this one in as well. the Pale Pale? Pale? He is not here, but we will reveal his score when we rank Mm -hmm. him.
4: Uh,
0: He was also supposed to send us audio files, so I guess we'll splice that in if he ever does. I don't know.
1: Is that a picture you recognize? Or is that what you were seeing on the Beer Uh, Advocate? That's what
0: I see on the Beer Advocate. Yeah. I don't really remember. I'd have to look to see and post a picture about it. But Pails had this, tapped it in several times, <laughs> and it lost value to him over the years. Ooh. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Say it ain't so. It was, we started
2: drinking craft beer, everything's a fine, <laughs> Yeah. and I really don't like the style anymore, so I'm going to knock it down as yeah. I continue to drink. That's what it sounds like. That's generally the, the gist of what happened. Yeah. Well, I checked it in. I did a long time ago, but I rechecked it in now. I'll go ahead and start. Okay. Yeah. I gave it a four and a half. Um, probably when I first started, I gave it a four, but that was—I don't even remember when my first check-in is. Without pulling it back up, um, I think that was the first time I had. It. I think it was with Pale at the Trion Tavern in New Haven. It's the first time I ever heard of it. So that was on draft, but that was many years ago. And I've since to grow to love this style of scotch ales, especially with Summit City when they had their strawberry scotch that they put out many years ago. I haven't oh, seen that since. Oh, strawberry, so good. Oh, it's, oh it's so delicious. So I fell in love with this scotch style, and after drinking all these hazy IPAs on these episodes recently, I'm like, this is a good mix of something a little bit different it gives with the maltiness it's a completely different taste than some of these other styles but this one is so smooth the bitterness does not last um it's a great blend without quoting pale too much
1: i gave it a 4.25 so real close to what you were saying i'm noticing like a iced tea kind of flavor almost Mm. after uh, the aftertaste is kind of what's left in my mouth i don't know if that's the roasty like malts that they used or whatever just a kind of like black tea flavor interesting but overall i think it's damn good i I love how smooth it is but there isn't some little crispness to it uh decent carbonation mm-hmm. um and really good flavor overall
0: yeah that, that crispness could have probably add to your teeth you know could mm. be iced tea feel uh, i i'm keeping the rating i gave it in 2016 which was a four and a half uh, this hasn't really, this hasn't changed for me. This hasn't gotten worse. Um, and I feel like it gets better every time that I do drink it. But it's not like uh, noticeably different. It's just, it just, I just love the taste. Uh, I first had this beer in 2010 or 2011, but I wasn't on untapped back then. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, and I probably would have still given it a four and a half or whatever. I think. Stouts and Scotch ales, with especially with Wemac. Wemac was also like yes. one of those mm. beers that I started drinking immediately when I got in the scene. It's probably why that this one was easy, like a four and a half for me. But it hits all those notes, and I love Scotch, so <laughs> perfect. perfect. It works out for me. What
1: did Pale say?
0: Uh, Pale gave it a four and a quarter. Okay. Um, he initially gave it a. four. I'm gonna have to look at it I think he I think it was a four and a quarter then a four or a four and a half then a four and a quarter. But it was four and a quarter and then later at Treon when he was with uh <laughs> Keith with Keith, he gave it a four. So we'll always take his later of them and that would be a four. For okay. Him. So I'm sure that would change if he was with it, if right now. Was here, yeah. yeah.
1: four point seven five.
0: <laughs> I really like this. Probably probably the best beer I've ever had. <laughs> That's better put in my mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Should we get back to the Punisher? Yeah, probably.
1: Or we could just drink some more beer. Yeah, oh, we could do that too. <laughs> Punisher. <laughs> Alright, we got the cast here. Just let run through this real quick. It's not the whole cast, but just like the main people that you see mm-hmm. that appear more than like two seconds. We got <laughs> John Barenthal as Frank Castle or Pete. Castlevitch or whatever.
2: Pete Castellini. <laughs> Castellini. It's, like, it's like, yeah, that's so hidden. <laughs> Castellini.
1: I was like, yeah, same name. Yes. Uh, AKA Punisher. Any thoughts? I think he's, I think we kind of talked about it already on Daredevil season two, but I think he's like perfect cast in this role. Oh my
2: gosh. He's awesome
1: in this yeah. role. Uh, then we have Ben Barnes as Billy Russo. Russo! <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yep. Um,
0: his uh, name is Jigsaw in the comics. Yeah, he never is referred to. We've well, mentioned this earlier. Yeah, but with uh, the Doctor, what Claremont or Dumont? She <laughs> um, always refers to his life as broken, like a jigsaw. Why mm. as he tries to put it? So it's kind of like a that makes sense. He reminds me.
1: I kept getting his storyline confused with Bullseye on the last season of Daredevil. Like, oh yeah, mm. the orphan kid kind of grows up to be a bad guy and like it's almost the same story he has like this weird relationship with a doctor um yeah hmm. it's very it's <laughs> and very so true. i was like okay which one killed the coach with
0: the baseball oh that was the other one like, that <laughs> it's funny you said because i literally just had that thought of a character who has a backstory like this who we know who it is mm-hmm. but they don't ever address it by the name yeah mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was Bullseye. Oh, no, Point, Poindexter. <laughs> <Points. laughs> um, my one disappointment is his face.
1: Like, they cover it up half the season with that mm-hmm. mask, and you think yeah. it's going to be, like, real bad looking. And it's like, that's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. But Fr- Frank's looks worse when he like, gets beat up in the
0: last season. <laughs> like, right, you know, there's so yeah. many cuts on it. Right. is uh, One of the things that people were upset about was the fact that, you know, Jigsaw wasn't appropriately uh, filled out. Like his mask and he wears a mask and he doesn't wear a mask in the comics. Right. But I thought the idea of bringing a mask into this you know, entire season was uh, really good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's essentially everybody has their own mask that they try to put right. a front on. And uh, everything that is designed on Russo's mask is supposed to portray how messed up his face mm-hmm. really is or, or how he thinks his face is messed up. Each individual of his, it's how they want to be viewed by other yeah. people, or how they think they're viewed, or something. Right. Yeah. Every single one of the villains, as part of the the lackeys, mm-hmm. they have their own mask, and yep. they're designed specifically by them. And their masks are retired when they're killed. Mm-hmm. Frank Castle wears a mask of the original uh, guy in the when they do the break in at the uh, uh, the quickie mm-hmm. cash or whatever. Yep, and then he takes it off, revealing who he is, and so. Uh, oh, and then the Doctor Dumont has masks in her back room. Oh, yeah, she has like African, African masks yeah, or whatever. So, a bunch of them. there's like a, a, a like definitely mask theme, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so people are like, "Oh my god, he's wearing a mask the entire time." I'm like, "Yeah, but I think I get it." You no, know, I like that it. the the use of the mask. I just wish the reveal of his face it
1: would finally be take because they reveal it. And I'm like. Is there anything right. even wrong with this? It's like a few scars. It's like not bad as like in the comics where it's like stitched on and there's pieces of skin yeah. hanging. I was expecting like
2: Joker after yeah. he stitched his face back on. Like, like they do it
1: know. kind of more realistic, but I feel like you just get your face scraped down the mirror like that. It's probably going to look a little worse. Right. It's like you have
0: a face <laughs> yeah. at yeah. that
1: point. That was my only gripe, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we have Amber Rose uh Reva. Riva, 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 uh, Dina Mandani. Uh, annoyed with her, not a fan of. Mindani. I liked
1: her. I was glad she didn't die because I thought they were gonna. She was yeah. gonna die at the one scene. I yeah. kind of like her story. Yeah. I mean, she did get annoying because she's kind of just creeping, and then she uses Frank Castle when she needs him, and like mm-hmm. ignores him when she doesn't.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's annoying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jason R. Moore as Curtis the. One-legged pirate, or sorry, uh, Curtis Foyle, the the veteran. The yeah, his guy. best friend or only friend. That was good to see him grow this
1: yeah, season. he's probably one of be the best characters
2: involved. in this season. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: he's trying to help Frank Castle, but also not break the law and just like mm-hmm. do the right thing. But he keeps getting dragged down to his level. And then mm-hmm. at the end, he kind of saves the day, but also kind of doesn't want to
0: like mm-hmm. he turns over everything and i don't know i just liked this story we have josh stewart as john pilgrim or the preacher looking mm-hmm. guy preacher i
1: yeah. couldn't remember who john pilgrim was because they like barely said his name so i was like i had to look up who john pilgrim was yes. yeah i saw
0: the i saw in the caption i saw <clears throat> the name pilgrim i'm like do they really just call him a pilgrim because he wears <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah clothes like that god neo-nazi asshole
1: Uh, I got a little bit on his backstory from the comics. The character is loosely inspired by the Mennonite in that both are men with violent past who find religion only to revert to their past selves due to some part of the Punisher. The Mennonite first appears in Punisher Max number three in March 2010, created by writer Jason Aaron and Steve Dillon.
2: I thought the casting with this was great. I really liked this character. I mean, he seemed kind of one-sided, but like an anti-punisher. Mm-hmm. He's kind of from the same cut from the same cloth there. But mm-hmm. I really like the casting. The guy has the epitome of bad guy written all over him, but he's still right. good. He's just trying to protect his family. Yeah, he's a. So I'm like, whoa! It's the same story. Former white supremacist <laughs> who like finds religion, and then
1: these rich people kind of take advantage of him, and they help his wife. So he kind of feels like he owes them something. So he does their dirty work. And then, then essentially,
0: they hold his children yeah, hostage. hostage. Yeah, yeah. That was the uh, Corbin Branson. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Syke's dad. Syke's dad. Or <laughs> if you've not seen Psych, he's the uh, shortstop in Major League. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He was also on a cop drama
1: yeah. on TV years ago. I can't remember the name of it. City Blues or something. Psyche. <laughs> no, <Yes>. before that, <laughs> <So> Hill Street <laughs> Blue, something like that. Street Blue. Then we've got Florina Lima or Lima as the Doctor Krista Dumont. Dumont. I
0: was very confused by this character. There was yeah. there's moments about this character that I was like, Well, she's weird. And then sure. other moments of this character I was like, damn, she's hot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I was very confused. She's definitely had problems.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mental problems. A lot of problems. And just solved everybody else's and mm-hmm. kept her secret. Mm-hmm. And then we have Georgia Wingham as Amy Bendix or Rachel. And we have a little names. blurb about her.
0: I actually didn't know what her name was the entire Well they could change it, changed, like, she changed it time. all the time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because I mean, it's part of the mystery trying to figure out who the heck is this girl.
0: So what's her name? Amy
1: is the one she's Frank calls her. But Rachel is her real name. Mm-hmm.
2: The first name he gives her is Amy.
0: So if I were to reach into her wallet and grab her license. <laughs> I don't know what her <laughs> name is. She probably has a couple there's of a,
2: them. <laughs> one of the posters, or
1: it's like a motion poster. It shows her and there's like Rachel, Suzanne. It's just like a
2: bunch of different names listed under her picture. It's pretty cool. He, they probably don't want Rachel because the way Punisher sounds and turn into another Batman. Rachel! Where is <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? Where is she? <laughs>
1: He actually, Can't said, do the same he thing, actually so. says that at one point. Yeah, exactly. That's why they probably went with Amy. All
2: right. Amy Bendix is a young girl in Marvel Comics. I had to look this up when I was watching season. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who is mm-hmm. this? Is she an actual character in the comics? The character sort created of. by Larry Hama and John Buscema first appeared in the Punisher Warzone 24, number 24 from February 94. Amy Bendix is a happy young girl who is mentally handicapped. She hangs around town helping out with produce One day, she encounters Frank Castle hiding underneath a truck. Castle asks Amy not to tell, and she complies. She allows Castle to hide in her treehouse, where it becomes apparent that Amy reminds Castle of his daughter, Lisa. So they do play on that in the series. Perfect. Amy accidentally tells her father, Sheriff Harry Bendix, who comes with two other officers to capture Castle. Harry beats up Castle and puts him in jail. I don't know how that happens. When (laughs) Castle's fingerprints get leaked, Amy is captured by anti-vigilante agent Taylor Blackwell. Castle manages to stall Blackwell long enough for Sheriff Bendix to snipe him down, saving Amy. She is carried away to safety and is the last scene being left at a neighbor's house where her father helps evacuate the town.
0: So Punisher looks like a little bitch in that well, storyline.
2: I, I think the thing is he doesn't
1: usually beat up like innocent cops. He'll, he'll get arrested yeah. and go to jail or yeah. whatever unless he... Someone like bails him out or something,
2: and he's probably vulnerable at that moment. That's where we see him, mm-hmm. where he always thinks about trying his family, to protect and his daughter, this girl, yeah. and
1: like we see this kind of story play out. That's why I included it here in our notes. The the sheriff scene where they're like captive in the precinct, and then just they let loose the Punisher, and he takes out all the preacher dudes, mm-hmm. yeah, gunmen.
0: I got excited for that scene. Just that, like was, that was awesome. Just like the scene in the loose. first one. Yeah. Live. <laughs> yeah, uh, In the Dude. first season when he gets the shot of adrenaline. Oh, yeah. Oh, great scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, pretty exciting. And then we have reoccurring characters. A few. Um, how is Corbin Brenson listed as reoccurring?
1: Uh, I just wanted to mention his name, but you already brought it up.
0: Oh, okay. All
1: right, so we have two,
0: uh, reoccurring, not important, but reoccurring throughout because they're like the
1: main bad guys for the season: Corbin Burnson and Annette O'Toole. So I just wanted to mention, like, they're the leading force
0: of all the, yeah, bad true. stuff. That's, so, true, that's true. Even though they're
2: in like one episode. Want me to read? Oh, oh sure. Go okay. Royce Johnson as Brett Mahoney, the character created by Mark. Guggenheim and Dave Wilkins first appeared in Marvel comics presents number one from November, 2007. Brett Mahoney is the partner of Stacy Dolan In his first appearance. They were investigating the death of a John Doe. The only clue they had was from a witness who described as an unusual being later identified by Reed Richards as what the watcher. So we've seen the watcher before he's Stanley's friend <laughs> he's
4: it's, uh,
1: with the big head. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he's the cop that's been throughout most of Daredevil seasons, and he pops up here and there, like friends with uh, Matt Murdock. And I just never realized that there is a character he's based on, even though we don't ever see Stacey Dolan that I know of. I don't remember her popping up in any of this as mm-hmm. his partner, but mm-hmm. just interesting. A little backstory for him. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, we see Deborah Ann Wall as Karen Page. She's not as annoying in this as she is Mm -hmm. in Daredevil, uh, but she throws her weight around, which is annoying. (laughs) I work as a attorney. No, don't shut up. (laughs) You're like an assistant. Right. Uh, So a little spoilers for Daredevil right there. (laughs) The end of it, if you haven't seen it. Oh, that's true. Uh, And then one on here that nobody ever puts on these when we talk about cast and recurring. Turk. Rob. Yeah. (laughs) Turk. Rob Morgan as Turk. (laughs) Yes. He I thought a, about it. He had work. a pivotal, pivotal scene. That's true. Do. Yeah, where he goes into battle with the Russians, saying, "Hey, I have Castle." Mm-hmm. They decide to stake out the the house or the bong shop, mm-hmm. and then Castle comes in and destroys, he beats people. up all those muscle Russian. <sighs> that was an men. awesome
1: scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kills several of them with the, smashing the weights on their head. Mm. Yeah,
0: I feel like like I don't want to work out anymore after that. Oh, God no. no, I would die. Be awful, It's terrifying. Oh, Pale has a punisher review. Oh, just in. He just edited <laughs> this. What a jerk.
1: <laughs> to our last beer,
0: then read his review. Yeah, let's do let's that. It that way. Nah, little, let's do that, yeah. A little right. Cliffhanger. Yeah, a little cliffhanger. Guys, we have a pale review. I repeat, we have a pale review. Alright. Uh before we jump into the pale review, we have our Rheingeist squirrel that we're gonna jump right into.
3: Alright, so we made some changes to our Patreon. Uh, a lot of like the, the amount that you pay is about the same, but we added some details. Right. Real quick, real quick, where can we find this uh, Patreon? Patreon, you can go to patreon.com dot com slash Drinkin Geekout. Okay. Uh, tier number one is the Super Geek. It's one dollar or more per month. You'll get bonus episodes at least once a month. Once a month, mm-hmm. shout out on every episode of the podcast. Shout out on Twitter and Instagram when you sign up. Mm-hmm. Access to our first eighteen episodes. And every episode of our live spin-off podcast, Confection Confessions, mm-hmm. and monthly giveaways with better prices, the higher tier you are. So the monthly giveaways are going to be probably something like little, like, yeah, you know, somewhere between like $1 to $5 range.
0: Right. You know, um, one of our stickers. Stickers, are our coasters, coasters like something yeah.
3: like that. And then tier number two is the Mega Geek, $2 or more per month. You get to participate in polls to pick future topics and beers. Mm -hmm. Monthly giveaways are included as well. Uh, Tier number three, the Uber Geek. Six or five dollars or more a month. We will do a whole episode for you. You can pick the topic or the beer or write a statement for us to read. It is all up to you. And then there's a little asterisk because we do not have access to all the beers out there. So... We will try our best to get it, or we will try to find something really, like, super similar. Mm-hmm. And, and there's monthly giveaways. we just let them
0: know, hey, we can't find this beer. Yeah,
3: hey, this, is, this doesn't, like, um, distribute in our area, or yeah. this brewery is, you know, unaccessible. You can mail it to us if you want. You can ma- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can mail it to us in a, a box.
0: Yeah, we'll have to let you know. Uh, I think for something like that, like, I would be 100% on board with paying for shipping for them.
3: Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. So if they,
0: if they pay us... Uh, or they donate to us via Patreon, but we can't drink the beer that they want us to drink. Uh, just send a COD for the shipping. It'll totally be about that.
3: Mm-hmm. Especially if it's like something like Trillium or all mm-hmm. um, the stuff out in like California mm-hmm. that we can't get a hold of. Right. And then we have the Ultra Geek, which is $10 or more a month. We will play a drinking game in your honor once a month. All right. That would be fun sounds good
0: to me yeah uh just an example of like bonus episodes that you get for uh the one dollar donation uh for patreon is if let's say that we have an episode that uh one of us solo wanted to do like i made a video game one that's going to be available for one of the months uh sea of thieves if you're interested uh, you can check it out uh, with the one dollar sub to patreon but for the release of game of thrones every week we should have a quick little episode that pale is going to be doing uh as soon as he watches the episode he's going to throw it up out there and so for the month of april and probably may you'll have at least four episodes so that right there is a good deal in itself like we we stated one episode a month bonus but that's not the only thing you know we'll have multiple episodes uh, potentially in certain places but those just uh, interesting we've you know we had a patreon we just didn't have it filled out as much as possible uh, we want to make it as appealing to you guys as possible uh, if you could check it out and you don't find something that you would like or think that would be good on patreon you can let us know uh, tag us on um, twitter send us a dm on twitter or on instagram or just hit us up on our email which is drink geek dot at, gmail. at <clears throat> uh, so all right we have a beer in
3: front of us now there's one more level Oh, one more level. I thought you said ultra. I thought you said the ten. There's another one. What? <laughs> but before, but first, with the Game of Thrones recap episodes, I'm gonna at the end of them. I think I'm going to do like a audio version of Pale's Pairings. Do like nice. a five or ten minute woo, uh, beer woo, woo. with with like a, a food. All so right. it'll be so. So I'll I'll start it slowly, and then uh, the goal is if we can get to twenty dollars a month, I'll start looking at video.
0: All right, so I guess there's another level.
3: Hit me with another level. The last level is Ultimate Geek. Ultimate? $25 or more a month. What? That's never going to happen. I doubt it. Hit me with that. Hit me with it. T-shirt from our Threadless shop at drinkingeekout.threadless.com, the first month you sign up, Mm -hmm. and a mystery beer box, mystery beer geek box every month. You stay subscribed, and monthly giveaways will be included in this as well. What is a geek box? So you want to explain, um, so if you've ever heard of like loot crate or yeah. any of those,
1: mm-hmm. they just throw a bunch of shit in a box and mail it to your house. Yes, <laughs> it'll shit be box. a random,
3: sh- <laughs> random stuff. It'll
1: probably be a shirt in every box, and then just like I don't know, a pop figure, or whatever we can find, and
0: yeah, maybe think- like bottle cap or uh, bottle openers and mm-hmm. like beer related stuff too. Yeah, how about like something themed for the episode that we do?
3: Yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be cool.
0: I like yeah. that. Or for that
1: month, if it's yeah, a monthly month. thing, yeah, like yeah. yeah, if it's mar- Marvelous March, then we'll throw It'd in some a, mar- mar- stuff. a Marvel
4: box
2: be cool.
1: That's it?
3: Um, Yeah. Sweet. So, yeah, you can find that at patreon.com slash drinkingeekout.
2: All right, we're back with our out beer, which is, Dustin just said, is Rheingeist Squirrel. It is an English nut brown ale with nutty toffee notes and subtle English hop character. And the can has a little bit something different here with a... Furtive glance and an eyebrow wiggle. Squirrel squiggles from his trunk, springing limb to limb with nutty agility. Sweet notes of toffee and chocolate fuel this nutty brown ale. Manic maltiness, safe and spry in the floral hop forest. Wow. (laughs) So, some crazed squirrel jumping around there in the forest. The malts used in this, they gave us a lot of descriptions here, is.
0: Four point eight percent. Oh yeah,
2: sorry. <clears throat> this does come in at four point eight percent ABV and twenty two IBUs. Uh, some of the malts you use. Twenty two Oh Ooh, yes, yes. Okay. Always forget that. <clears throat> I had to look it up because I couldn't remember what it was. Back to the malts. <laughs> sorry.
0: <For> the <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I'm <laughs> Back to Punisher.
2: No, um, the Maris Otter Crystal Dark Brown Pale Chocolate. Pale? <laughs> Pale chocolate. I do
0: like Merritt's
2: The hops Magnum and Glacier. The appearance, it is dark brown in color, which we'll get to here soon, with a light haze. Moderate off-white head with good head retention. Mm-hmm. The aroma is a medium malt aroma with hints of toffee, hazelnuts, and figs. A low-hop aroma, low-fruity esters. Aloha? Aloha.
1: Aloha-parona.
2: Aroma. <laughs> The taste is a medium malt flavor, smooth melange of toffee, figs, light coffee, low roast, and almonds. A medium-low bitterness, low hop flavor, and a dry finish. Pale's mouthfeel coming in at <laughs> medium-light body, medium-low carbonation, slightly creamy, low astringency. And for Pale's pairings, with English plowman's platter or shepherd's pie.
0: Mm. Which is delicious. I love me some shepherd's pie.
1: All right, so the cans got the normal Rheingeist-looking thing, circle. Teardrop skull.
0: Has a skull in there, which it's is... A
1: little bit of a Punisher ref.
0: Yeah, so was, both the beers that we've picked today have a skull logo on mm-hmm. there. So just in case anyone is wondering why Robert the Bruce made a Punisher episode. <laughs> <Right. Yes. laughs> Not a Robert the Bruce episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all their cans are the same.
2: They just changed the color of the stripes. Right. Depending upon... It's a simple thing, but I guess when you're mass producing, and they've just been in Indiana for almost a year now, mm-hmm. I think. been um, pretty close made. Yep.
1: Yeah. It's I, easy to... I distribute. like that there's like a uniformity. I mean, the cans are simple, but there's a uni- uniformity, so if you have them all in a row, it kind of looks nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, they do have a couple of them, like that Cloud 7 or Cloud 9. Oh, yeah, there yeah. Was, it was a little bit different as a green mm-hmm. can or whatever, mm-hmm. but the most part, everything that I saw on the shelf was that beer kalar with a U in it. I mean, it looks very similar to what we just had. Mm-hmm.
1: A little bit redder,
2: though. White haze, yeah. There's yeah. definitely more red in this. Much lighter.
1: I was thinking lighter, too. I was up around opponent's coat, actually. One row up.
0: The duck hunt dog. The asshole dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> never never been as upset with a, an animal <laughs> as I have with that dog. I actually saw a meme about the duck hunt dog. It was, uh, all dogs go to heaven except for this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can rot in hell.
1: He's pretty fun to play with on the new Smash Brothers.
0: Oh, he's in the game. Yeah. That's cool. So probably, yeah, I think I agree with opponent's coat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that one. Number
1: 21.
0: Number 21. 21 Jump Street. <laughs> oh, Whoa! Whoa. We need better numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is...
2: That smells
1: good. Oh,
0: roasted coffee. Oh, this is so good. It's a nut brown.
2: Nuts. Nutty. I like nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It uh, love the smell. kind of bready. Something about toffee, I remember you saying. Mm-hmm. Toffee, mm-hmm. they say hazelnuts and oh, figs. Hazelnut, yes. I don't really smell a whole lot of figs, so... I don't know if I can place a fig it's... <laughs> Fig Newton, that's all I know yeah.
0: little... Figgy pudding Bring yes. me
1: some figgy pudding
0: <laughs> So yeah, caramely, a bit spicy
1: Yeah
0: I'm going to go ahead and taste it That's a brown ale
1: <laughs> A little thinner than our previous beer
0: mm-hmm. it, um, it tastes like brown to me Yeah it <laughs> tastes like brown, <laughs> brown. Hot brown yeah, yeah, we, uh, we had a beer last night that I was like, "Yep, yeah, that I'm like that tastes like a porter." She's like, "Yeah," I'm like, "Just tastes like brown." <laughs> and so she quoted me, and said that. So now I, I told her I'd throw that in there. <laughs> definitely, it's sweet, like a caramely sweet. I definitely feel it's definitely burnt. Like I can, yeah, the nuts, ne- like the, the roasty burnt nuts. Burnt nuts. Yes. And I mean, I'm not saying burnt is a bad thing. I'll eat burnt toast. <laughs> It's kind of like a kind of toasty flavor. Yeah.
1: Toasty. Toasty.
4: <laughs>
0: Don't really have any fancy comments on Beer Advocate, but I do have it. 3.79 out of 40 ratings. Oh, dang. Uh, histogram is like, yeah, we're roughly about
1: 3.75. Well, there's only 20 ratings on the rate beer sellouts. Um, overall, 63 and a 78 style with a 3.32 out of 5
2: average.
0: I like how subtle that was. <laughs> <laughs> Great beer sellouts. <clears throat>
2: untapped, What are they? Stupid heads? <laughs> I don't remember. They are stupid heads. <laughs> um, untapped out of 5,358 ratings, a 3.61. No friends, and I have not checked yeah. this
0: in. Look at I'm looking it <laughs> up right now. Zero ratings from friends. So this is relatively new, right? This is only 5,000 ratings. Mm-hmm. Normally you have like beers it, at the 50,000. <laughs> I thought it was out for a while. Maybe they had a different brown style that
2: I had. It was probably a uh, porter. Oh, that was it. It was a porter. It wasn't this one. Yeah, I this is it. a true brown. True brown.
1: You guys are
0: welcome. Thank you. Bringing you freshness. Yeah, not really much to talk about it. These comments are the usual.
1: This guy says cola brown with a large beige head. I don't see a whole lot of head on
0: mine anyways. No, i like little a little
1: mine. So. There's like a little lacing to it, but it's like, I wouldn't say large head.
2: I don't see any head on mine either.
0: <laughs>
1: well, yours is kind of invisible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of happened. <clears throat> on here, it says it's uh, 27 IBUs. Ooh, on, twenty-two
1: on right it does. Uh-oh. Controversy?
0: <clears throat> no, not controversy. It says it right here on the can. Guess who is updating? Oh, I love doing this. Untapped. I love doing it. It's like one of my the pleasures of this app is I can edit, propose and edit. Ooh. So it says twenty-two views on here.
1: If you're interested in friend ratings, oops, uh, my former neighbor on right beer Hmm d westrick said can so so brown ale nothing special here your basic brown ale ale really with a 3.1 uh, you went last
0: yeah go so first. you go first yeah. <laughs> i gave it a 3.75 um it's it's tasty but it's not uh over is it's i wouldn't say underwhelming but it's it's just it's just an english brown it wasn't too fancy Had a solid taste and a solid uh, label. And, you know, it's just, you got what you expected. Um, But it's just a little bit more than just what you expect. So I guess a 3.75. Nothing too exciting.
1: Agreed. 3.75. Yeah, overall, it's a decent brown ale, but there's nothing really special to it. It kind of seems almost watered down in a way. Maybe it's just off of coming, just coming off of the Bruce. Mm. It seems that way. There's just like, something missing but it it is like a brown ale just a basic brown ale nothing overly special about it but it's still if you like brown nails it's a good one mm-hmm.
2: i do like brown ales, <laughs> and that's why i went one click higher than uh, you nice. guys i gave it a four um it's super light and honestly i like that mm-hmm. about it because it is what it is it just says not brown ale you mm-hmm. definitely get the roastiness i love the aroma of it with the coffee i don't really get it so much in the taste but just that that roasted smokiness, I oh, I love it. Um, and it being only 4.8, I could easily I grab whole six <laughs> several <laughs> six-packs of these and just drink them in one sitting um, without having to worry because you know, sometimes you pull out the heavier stuff. And it's yeah, like, you, know, you try to drink three, two of them and, them and, them and you're it's like, done for the day. Okay, that's enough because there's so much happening mm-hmm. in these. But this is smooth enough, easily grab a six-pack, take it to a party drink that it's not going to kill your palate or get you exactly obliterated or anything i like just that the light nuttiness the brownness it's just oh, it's so good
0: very mm-hmm. solid all right we're going to do a little bit of a review of the punisher and then we'll just call it quits forever um, yeah call it, because that's what netflix did so <laughs> season three oh, yeah <laughs> this podcast is canceled yeah. So, uh, we'll just I'll read Pale's review. I'll try to do my very best Pale. Yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I've been working on this for all of 2 seconds. Uh, season 2 was really fucking good. <laughs> it made season 1 uh look like a soap opera. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh the fighting was done nearly <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. No. No. All right. So the fighting was done nearly perfectly. Ah, Double double E's by all actors and the special effects team. The acting itself was top notch as well. The addition of Amy was really good or great for Frank. It humanized him. More than what I saw in the previous season. I would like to have seen more badass moments from Amy. I wouldn't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And maybe less of Dina Madani. I agree. (laughs) Yep. Uh, This is easily one of my top three favorite seasons from what I've seen so far. I highly recommend if you are a fan of action and suspense. Nice way to sum it up, Pale. There you go. Uh, So here's my review of Punisher. Uh, season two was really, <laughs> really fucking good. <laughs> good. No. Just you know, take claim to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought. I mean, honestly, I agree with that Most, first yeah. sentence that he just said. Is yeah. really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Is it better than the first one? Mm-hmm. I think that there's moments that I liked in this one. I liked micro. I wish season. he would have shown up, or at least been referenced,
1: like mm-hmm. when he sends her off on the bus, like "look up my friend, my whatever his real
0: name is." Right. When you get there or something, like yeah, have just something.
1: like a throw it in there,
0: right? Uh, something happened in the second season that I wished happened in the first season. Frank Castle got his with that bar chick. Yeah, all right. And I was like, dude, hit Micro's wife. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted it. I know she did. <laughs> oh, she spilled her wine for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I I did like I I, I don't want to say addition of Amy because it makes it sound like she's uh, going to be main state, mainstay mm-hmm. character. Uh, I did like the storyline between of the Amy. two of them. Yeah, yep. I liked that. That was the story for the season, but also wasn't the only thing for the season. This could have gone on forever. This season, and I would not have complained or anything like that. Hmm. It did kind of drag a little bit. I was going to say, the same but... problem
1: I have with all of them. There's like three episodes too many. Agreed. Right. They have the same argument like four different times between like the Doctor and Jigsaw, and then mm-hmm. between Punisher and whoever he was right. talking to. Like, it's. You've already had this discussion on two other episodes. Yeah. We don't need it again. <laughs> like, but that. Right, but
0: if this if this season would have ended up at 20, I don't think I would have complained. Right. Because it's essentially just watching two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wanted more badassery out of Jigsaw. He says he wanted more badass moments from Amy and less of Dina. Dina didn't have any badass mm, yeah, moments, but I, I really know. wanted more, uh, more from like he should have just killed D. yeah he doesn't do much and for like at
1: crate and do the same stuff he did the first season with like building up this team and doing right. like bad stuff <laughs> like that's the same plot for him basically mm-hmm.
0: yeah and you don't really see him doing the bad things other than he orchestrated the murder of those call girls or whatever right that. to frame mm-hmm. punisher right so i was like all right cool he was a mastermind but that's not the Jigsaw that yeah. you see in the comics.
1: He kills all his lackeys after the bank robbery, and then people yeah. still want to work with him. It's like he's just going to kill it's you. Crazy, like,
0: <laughs> right? He's out of his mind. Right. So I think like the the John Pilgrim character. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I would like to have seen from Jigsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just going to a room and just or, murder. I everyone. thought those
1: two would team up at some point. They're both after the same thing, right. but and none of they never even met. Like I was like I was just waiting for that, so they could. Yeah. to give
2: uh billy russo something to do besides just complain all the time yeah right. there were too many storylines i think yeah it's like if the worlds collided a mm-hmm. little bit more a little bit more suspenseful you know finish mm-hmm. there but yeah there was a whole lot going on with different storylines if they
1: do like the first six episodes tie up amy's thing and mm-hmm. then do the last six episodes and tie up billy russo instead of like three episodes with amy then Billy in the middle and then yeah. like some more of Amy at the end because yeah, you kind of forgot about yeah. Amy when you got back to
2: the end of it like oh yeah I forgot about these people. And then it would
1: have been cool to see like it would be actually two different seasons mashed together and not kind of like mishmashed together. Well that's what they did yeah. for Daredevil. Yeah, but they The first like, couple exact- the first
0: couple episodes was Frank Castle. The last episodes were Elektra. Mhm.
1: But and there's yeah. like a line down the middle, basically. Yeah, you, you and, knew and where it was it, a, a yeah. switch and
0: breakdown, which they could have done or should have done with this one. Uh, I predicted what was on those tapes like halfway through the scene. <laughs> it's pretty predictable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, your son's a politician. The son, um, okay, yeah. yeah. There's probably pictures about his. It's just honeymoon. people
1: hugging and kissing and crying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the whole his father being ashamed of him being a homosexual that pissed me off. Mm. Thinking that that would ruin his chances in politics, pissed me off that that's true. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So he had a point. Uh, I just, yeah. I mean, I get it. Hims, yeah. Whatever. Just dumb. <laughs> and uh, like, Punisher saved that guy's life. He he just spared him. That that one guy who the Russian guy or whatever. Oh right, and saved. then like t- uh, two and minutes then, like, later, he's dead. In the yes. same damn episode, John Pilgrim <laughs> kills him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, at least it looks good for Punisher, but yeah. shit, like, he should have just... Oh, like, that was waste. <clears throat> I
1: thought they would team up, too. Like, him and the Russian guy would go after, and, like, he could use his army on his mm-hmm. side or something. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then at the end of the... At the end, where he's finally donning the cap cape as the Punisher, mm-hmm. he kills a bunch of fucking high schoolers. <laughs> right? That's, yes. you know, like, send off for the series.
2: <laughs> his iconic pose with the... Yeah, and, and that was pretty cool
0: it was but he was killing high school He could
1: was, have yes. been a bigger villain than just some kids with guns or whatever but they,
0: were, they were like smoking pot <laughs> yeah. yeah I was
3: like they're just trying to get high man
0: uh-huh. yeah <laughs> the punisher don't you dare think <laughs> about drugs it's <laughs> legal drugs, in half this you. country <laughs> 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 oh
1: getting worse that was pretty funny Mm-hmm. Overall, I'd love to see more of him, but we know that's probably not going to happen.
2: If it did, I could see him taking up uh, Maldini's bid to oh go to to show up overseas, yeah, over there in the war and kind of be called in and mm-hmm. clear out some holes or something. Over I wonder there. is that
1: something he's ever done in the comics? He was a Marine. I mean, yeah. before the, oh, like once he becomes yeah. the Punisher, <laughs> does he ever go back to? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Or is he
0: just like a vigilante? I think he's just a anti-hero vigilante.
1: All right. I think we're done here.
0: Yeah, I think so. God, I just relived all my terrible moments of this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what we always end in. We always yeah. just piss
1: ourselves off by thinking it of the bad things. He kills kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come that on. is not how I expected that scene to go. It's like, yes, finally, we get to see the Punisher. Oh, he's doing something he probably shouldn't be doing. He's <laughs> just murdered. It's like, I thought he was going to go talk to him or something, but no, he comes out with guns. Like, okay, that's the Punisher. Like, why would I expect him to talk to him? That's not something that's he does.
2: <laughs> Stay in school, kids. <laughs> Drugs are for fools.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't think he can do the end. Shall we do the end? Right. Until next time. Drink, drink up, up and geek, geek out.
1: out. Brrr, brrr. <laughs>